What is up, everybody? We are back for Season 2, Episode 13 of the Most Prevailing Stories podcast. It is most certainly cold out. Hopefully, everyone's been bundling up and staying warm. We've got some budget content in today's episode. Recently, the Board of Ed passed the budget for the 2024-25 school year, and Superintendent Dr. Anik Hutaya joins us for an interview today. Stay tuned for another great episode coming your way. We had a cancellation and a two-hour delay this week. Remember, you can always get weather updates via Twitter, website, email, phone call, or text. Stay warm and stay safe. Forens Child Learning Center will be hosting an open house on January 22nd from 5 to 7 p.m. Students ages 3 or 4 by September 1st will be accepted, and you're invited to come and see what the program is all about. It provides a dual purpose. Young children can interact and develop social skills while engaged in intentional play, and our high school students who are in the child development course can gain real-life experience in working with our youngest students. Once again, that's January 22nd from 5 to 7 p.m. Thursday the 25th, there will be a parent university seminar on handling teen stressors. It will be held at West Shore Middle School from 6 to 8.30 p.m. You can find more information and a registration link on our website under Upcoming News and Events. Finally, our 2024 Spring Adult Ed course catalog is out now. Courses are filling up quick, so be sure to register if you find a class you're interested in. That's all we have for news today. Stick around for sports coming up next. We have a couple crosstown rivalries to circle on the calendar, starting with basketball. Jonathan Law will host four next Wednesday, the 24th, as they tip off for the second time this year. Last time these two teams met, the Lions got the best of the lawmen on their home court with an 11 point victory. This time, Law will hold home court advantage as they look to split the series on the season. Foreign's girls basketball team is coming off a win over West Haven, putting them at a 10-2 record. They'll travel to Mercy tonight and look to make it two straight wins. The girls co-op hockey team is coming off a 6-1 win over Massa Co-op. They're now 8-4 in the year with a co-op team of Amity, Cheshire, and North Haven next on their schedule for tomorrow at 6 p.m. in Hamden. Law's girls gymnastic team is now 7-3 this year. They'll take on Ellington and Tallinn Co-op and Hamden at home on Monday at 6. They'll then take on Foreign next Thursday at Foreign. That'll begin at 6.30 p.m., another crosstown rivalry you don't want to miss. Last but certainly not least, Foreign's wrestling team has a meet today at Foreign Fairfield. They're coming off a 50-27 win over Jonathan Law and now putting them at 21-4 in the season. Jonathan Law's wrestling program is also keeping busy. The girls on the team recently competed in the Griswold Tri-State Wrestling Tournament. They placed third overall in the meet. Congratulations to all six members who competed. That's all we have for sports today. Stay tuned for our budget interview with Superintendent Dr. Anna Kutaya coming up next. It is officially budget season, and one of the first newsworthy steps in the process recently took place as the Board of Ed voted to pass the proposed budget for the 2024-25 school year. I have Dr. Anna Kutai on the podcast joining us today. Anna, thank you for coming on. Thank you, Cam. Always excited to talk with you about great things happening in our school district. So we understand the proposed budget for the 2024-25 school year was voted on by the Board of Ed. Would you like to speak on how that process went and how you feel moving forward? 
Yeah, thanks for asking. Um, really excited that we have an approved proposed budget by the Board of Education. Grateful to uh, those uh, board members who have supported it. And you know, when you talk about process, you know, this thing goes back. Um, we start, actually we open our school doors and almost immediately we're already talking about the next school year's budget. Uh, so we spend a lot of time rolling all of our books back, if you will, to zero. We believe in a zero-based uh, budgeting process. And we start with what are the board's um, goals? What are their commitments? Uh, we adopt, the board adopts uh, priorities and assumptions. Uh, we have the four cor cornerstones of the school district, the vision of the learner, high quality instruction, the relationships framework, the equity framework. So all that goes into building what are the dreams and hopes for the following school year. And actually, if I could say as a side note, the Board of Ed really works on budget all year long. Board of Ed is monitoring our budget through regular reports, quarterly updates on all the accounts, uh, monthly looking into diving into the purchases we make. And honestly, our instructional highlights also help update our board on how the investment, i.e. the budget, is going. The investment in all the teaching and learning, what our kids are doing. So, you know, kudos to our Board of Ed. They really keep a close eye on this budget, not just the investment, but what the return is all year long. So when we talk about process, um, to me, it's not just a budget season. Budget is all year. Within the budget development, uh, we always look for efficiencies. And just as a, um, a highlight here, we did find a nearly $400,000 of efficiencies um, in building this budget. So it wasn't just always uh, an add-on. Uh, I like to think of uh, the budget development process as an addition and subtraction problem. So we're always looking for areas that we could uh, save as well. So that's basically um, how I feel about the process. It's, it's a next step in building uh, our hopes and dreams for young people. Actually, if you look at, if you watch the board presentation uh, from the night that I proposed it to the board, um, I go back almost 20 years in the history of Milford Public Schools. So it's worth watching that episode. I think it's January 8th. Um, and I go back 20 years looking at, so what did those boards of ed education want for kids? What did that superintendent want? And I did a little bit of preview of five highlights over the last 20 years. And it shows that we're just building upon a legacy of excellence. And that's how I like to see this budget. It's the next step of pretty awesome things for kids. Can you provide us with some highlights from the proposed budget for next school year? Absolutely, this is the exciting part. So you'll see uh, in this budget a lot of great new things, but also I wanna start with the continuation of great things. So the last few years, we've really prioritized um, resources in the elementary schools. I'll just do a quick review. We added STEM labs with STEM teachers. We added uh, world language pre-K-5. We made investments in other areas in curriculum, new instructional practices in mathematics, new reading approach. So there's been a lot of investment in elementary. So you see a lot of highlights in the 24-25 proposed budget focus on middle and high school. I'm excited to share that we're adding an additional language at the middle school. We've asked our kids and they have spoken. They're very interested in American Sign Language, so we're gonna try that out next year. Uh, we're also expanding the resources in world language. So if you take a look at our pattern, we're really building a strong system for world language starting in preschool. 
We're also adding to the tech ed world at middle school. We're adding 3D printers in all of our tech ed classrooms because wait for it, we are offering an elective uh, that allows students access to pre-engineering and manufacturing in our middle schools. I don't know, are you excited? I could see excitement on your face. I'm really excited about that. Very excited. <laughs> Very excited. I know our young people will. And it actually is part of our career pathways. Uh, we're hoping to buy uh, the foreign band new uniforms with this budget. We also have digital equipment to uh, enhance our journalism and our tech ed classes at law and foreign. We have new AP textbooks. We have cool stuff for medical mysteries. Uh, we're buying new software for personal finance. So really a lot of things like hands-on things for our young people. And lastly, I'll add uh, for the school district in our continued efforts to diversify our teaching uh, staff. We're also participating in a teacher in residence program that helps us identify uh, teachers of color that we can add to our uh, team of great professionals here in Milford Public Schools. I wanna thank Dr. Kutaya for taking the time to interview. She genuinely sounds so excited about this budget proposal and there's a lot to potentially look forward to. You can really tell how much enthusiasm goes into her vision for the district. I wanna reiterate what she said about building onto the legacy of this school district. Here in Milford, we don't take steps backward. The possibilities for a Milford Public Schools student are endless, and as each year passes, that statement becomes more and more true. Don't forget you can find all the budget resources you need to stay in the loop right on our website at milford.org under Budget Central 2425. That's all we have for today's episode. As always, thank you for listening and tune in next week for our most prevailing stories to date.